0: Oh, there's a situation at third. The throw is to first. Now they'll throw to second. Runners are hung up. They're going to come home with the throw. They have Simeon in a rundown. He's tagged out. Throw to third. It's a triple play. They pulled a triple play. It's BeckQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BeckQL Audio Network.
1: Welcome back, BeckQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio here, BeckQL Network. As we. Set up and get ready for a great night in Major League Baseball. Next hour, we will get to the NBA slate, a pair of uh, outstanding and and really pivotal Game 6s in Los Angeles, in Atlanta. tonight. we'll get to all that and some NFL stuff coming up in just a little bit here, Joe, as we'll preview the AFC North today uh, and look at the futures for all these teams. We're going to talk to Michael Bell here in a couple minutes of The Athletic uh great podcast host and and really knows his baseball. So he'll join us on some futures here and how all this, as we get closer to the midway point of the season, kind of sets things up. It, it's an interesting time to look at the futures because I, I don't know if the market has reacted to the start of how these teams have played. It's, you still look at the top of the World Series futures. It's not that yeah. different than it was about a month ago.
0: Oh man. And Beller's a guy that uh, I talked to before the season started all in on the Atlanta Braves at the start of the year, they're 10 to one and you look up at the board right now, they are 21 to one, but uh, it sounds like you think there's some value there. Let me ask you about the Minnesota twins for a quick second. They've got a three game set at Texas and people are thinking, Joe, what are you talking about? Who cares about that matchup? Uh, Well, here's why I care because I'm in a survivor pool and every week, uh, you pick a different team. What you use, what you pick a team, you cannot use them again for the rest of the year. Uh, you get three strikes. And each week, so let's say there's six games, the, the team that you select has to win at least 50% of the game. So if you pick a team that has seven games, they've got to go four and three. Six games have to go at least three and three. This time of year, you're going to run into some teams that have eight games in a week. I did. I decided to go with the Minnesota Twins, and I already regret it. They lose their first two against Seattle. Uh, they won game three on Wednesday, and now they're starting this three-game set at Texas. For Rios is going tonight. Uh, we've got Maeda going on Sunday. Don't know the starter for Saturday. But are the Twins going to win two of three for me so I can stay alive in my own survivor pool?
1: I don't feel good about it, Joe. The
0: twins have, <laughs> I don't either. They've been <laughs>
1: terrible this year. I mean, they, they are careening towards being maybe the biggest seller in baseball. They've got a lot of pieces that, that teams would want, contenders would want. Um, is Kyle Gibson going for the, uh, the 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 Rangers this weekend? He's an ex-twin. No. Okay. He's been Oltenevich remarkable. tonight. He stinks. So you might get a win tonight. That's a good matchup tonight for you.
0: Uh, Dane Dunning on Sunday against Maeda.
1: Okay. that's I like Maeda in that match, but it's, it, that's a toss-up.
0: Um, you know, but you it, see why I took them, though. Yes. Seattle and Texas.
1: <laughs> yes. that That's the kind of week you'd want to take the Twins if you have to use a week on the Twins.
0: Right. Right. Oh, man. I, that is one team like we're saying we expected much more out of the Atlanta Braves this season. And I stand by that. This might be the most disappointing team in all of baseball.
1: Yeah. So I, I thought the market was a little high on them to start the year. I, I got the under at 87 and a half. And I, but okay. I, I, if you had asked me then like, Joe, are they going to be bad? I would have said, no, I just, you know, I didn't think they'd win 88 games, but man, it's one of those things where, you know, every once in a while this team gets off to a bad start and some teams recover long season, you know, you lose, 10 or 15, whatever, they never recover. They had that bad stretch in April and it's just been downhill. They've been so weird the last five years because then they have one more year like this, maybe 2016 or 17. They had one more year where they were bad. Most of these years they've been good. But yeah. They had that weird fluctuation. It's, it's strange. They're a strange franchise. And they never win in October, which is just every time they play the Yankees, they just Yankees. Lose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're behind the Tigers and the Royals in the middle of June. Behind the Tigers, 27 and 41 on the year, run differential of negative 56. One of the worst in major league baseball. Yeah, that's the company they keep. Detroit, Baltimore, uh, Texas, brutal. Are the Angels dead? They're completely dead. They've had they've had a decent run over the last few weeks, a light schedule, but uh they took advantage a little bit.
1: Yeah, they did, and they're doing it without trout, which is you know it's- historically when Trout's had his injuries, hasn't had many, but when he's had his injuries, they've struggled as you'd expect. He's the, you know, by far their best player, the best player in the league. They've done pretty well without him this time. They're hanging around. It's interesting as you know, we talked about the Yankees struggling earlier and the AL just, you look at it right now. I mean, how many true contenders for the playoffs are in the AL Tampa Bay, Chicago, Oakland, lead their divisions, Boston has had a great right. year. They're at the top of the wild card. Then there's Houston. But as I look at it right now, Joe, there's only one team. Other than Cleveland, that's outside the playoff mix right now, that has a positive run differential. That would be Toronto, who's below 500, but their bullpen is killed. Excuse me, they can hit a lot. I mean, everybody else, Yankees, Mariners, Angels, Kansas City, Detroit, and out of Minnesota, Texas, Baltimore, they all have negative run differentials. It feels like there's an opening for one of these teams if they could just wake up to put themselves in the mix. Maybe it's the angels, you know, maybe the angels are aggressive. They go after get a, get a pitcher. Maybe they, they get trout back. Someone has to be in this. Otherwise it's going to be a boring playoff race with, you know, basically seven teams for five spots. And we kind of, we kind of know what it is right now.
0: Yeah. As bad as their start was okay. Eight and a half games back. I'm not sure if it's going to be Oakland or Houston. If I had to bet right now, I would uh, lean towards the Astros, but, but, You have almost the same record as the Seattle Mariners, which doesn't make a lot of sense. You would think that the Astros would continue to improve, but the problem is they don't have much depth. To that rotation, they have an owner. If you you can prove that you have at least – some sort of an opportunity to get to the postseason, I, I could see them pushing their chips in and then adding uh, for some sort of a playoff run. But you're right. As far as the, the run differential, every division, top two, top three teams are positive, And then you go to the bottom, they're negative. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what wasn't making sense for a while was the Cardinals' record to start the season when they were near the top for so long larger sample size they completely free fall and now they're sitting in fourth place
1: yeah they are and that, that it's starting to feel like that is a I was gonna say I'm gonna say a two-team race that the, the Cubs and the Brewers feel like that's the race in that division and I still lean Milwaukee's pitching because it's so good and from top to bottom I, I think they're gonna be the best team and I, I bet them before the year to win the division what do you make of the the Reds Joe I mean, the Reds are a team. <clears throat> excuse me, they made the playoffs last year. Bauer left. Every year, I whenever I think about them, it's the opposite. I think they have pitching; they can't pitch. They hit. I think they can't hit. Then it's the opposite. But yep. they're 35 and 32. 35 and 32 right now, and they're only three back in this division. They are. I, I can't figure out the Reds. I haven't been able to figure out in a long time.
0: Reds fans are begging them, please help us out. Get us some pitching at the deadline. You see the issue. I was optimistic about Cincinnati coming into the season because uh, with that lineup, it, it felt like over the two month sample last season, that just everything that could go wrong offensively went wrong. They had uh, not the good pitching, like the elite pitching. Yep. And this year they're getting some elite hitting. And as you mentioned, uh, the pitching has been the problem. So so can you, can you get average? Can you get average with your pitching? If that, if you can, uh, you're going to be in the mix. It's there for them. It's there for them. You said it. It feels like a two-team race, and I do agree with you. However, there are four games separating four teams in that division, so it, it could end up being a, a three-team race.
1: It could be, Joe. I'm looking right now at the futures here, uh, World Series future. I, I want to I, add. We talked talked about a team yesterday. I'm going to throw it at you right now. H- how far into a season for you do you have to go where where something changes significantly? And you say, man, I don't think that team's that good, but the results are telling me they are. The San Francisco Giants right now are 44 and 25. Yet you look at the World Series futures, and I understand the division they're in, and it's going to be difficult to win that division. But there's still a path to a wild card for, you know, second and third place in that division. Plus 3,300 right now. Like they are behind the Blue Jays who have a negative run differential. And play in the AL East and have a losing record. It feels like – and it's crept up a little bit. This was a different – the odds were a little different a couple weeks ago. But Mm -hmm. it still seems like the odds makers were saying, and the market is saying, no shot on the Giants. Yet, it's almost July, and here they are with the best record in baseball.
0: Yeah. Uh, A few weeks ago, they were still leading the division. It was a tough part of the schedule, and they had a bunch of games coming up against the Dodgers. And at that point, they were still 50 to one to win the division. This is a few weeks ago. When we're around Memorial Day, when that's when that's uh, the point in the season, when most executives say, "Okay, we can start to figure out what we have. That's a large enough sample, about a third of the way through the season, still 50 to one to win the division. And right now you look at the market, they're about eight to one. So, well, I think you're right, like. They're not completely buying in, but they don't want to have them sitting at 50 to one. Cause they're clear cut in, in that playoff picture right now. They're still ahead of both the Dodgers and the Padres. Am I a believer? Now, I don't think they're going to win, but that was certainly a bet at double digits just to win the division with the, with the way they played. We're, we're waiting. We're still waiting for it to fall apart. And as we get close to the halfway mark, it hasn't happened yet.
1: It has not And in terms of, the, the division, the Dodgers, probably still should be the favorite. Like they're so deep and they're so good. And they've been doing this for years. But that, that World Series number just sticks out to me because the odds are three NL West teams are going to make the playoffs. So, like the idea of them missing out on the playoffs now, it would take a pretty sizable collapse. Like you look at the wild card standings. So the right now, Milwaukee at 38 and 31 is the second wild card. The Giants are clear of that by a good six games. It feels like they're going to go to the playoffs, uh, barring some significant injuries. And they'll have some older players. It's just interesting to me to see so many teams that I don't think are any good. St. Louis, Toronto, Atlanta's been bad this year, and they're ahead of them. You know, the the idea of them winning the World Series, it's a long shot right now with the odds, yet your eyes and the standings tell you it's not that crazy.
0: You, of course you want to win the division. You want home field, but... If you end up as one of the wild cards, is that a better spot? Is that a better spot than um, getting the toughest wild card, which will be probably a team in the NL West? Because the winner of this division is probably going to be the one seed.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You would think I, if I had a guess, I I'd, I'd, I'd put the Dodgers there. They're going to find a way to, to get past the Giants and win this division. Um, look, a Giants-Padres wild card game. Would be would be wild. You know why? Because so many people mm-hmm. have futures on the Padres to win this thing. And the other part, Joe, is just baseball fans are begging for a Dodgers Padres playoff series. And here's the Giants with all these old guys. And just like, I mean, they they remind me of the like, a bigger market A's where they just have a bunch of guys. No one's ever heard of platooning all over the place. They might upset the whole apple cart in the NL. And, and it, it would be fun if they play the Dodgers. But, you know, everyone wants to see Dodgers Padres.
0: That that's what will be that that'll be a big storyline in the second half of the season when the playoff picture is coming into focus a little bit. Okay, how do how do we avoid the NL West teams? If I'm going to jump in on a future, I want a team that's um, not going to have to take out the entire National League West, and so maybe a division winner in the Central or the East. Crazy things happen in fall. With baseball, crazy things. You, you, you don't know from year to year what's what exactly it's going to be. If if a team bolsters the rotation coming up a little over a month from right now, that might be the way to go with futures. Yeah,
1: it, there's a heavy price to pay on the Mets, but the Mets at 950. They hold a big lead in the East. Because you think about it, the way it's probably going to break down, Joe, as you said it, the Central likely plays the NL East. That's probably how this is going to go in the first round. So we could be talking Cubs-Mets. We could be talking Brewers-Mets. Brewers, Braves, you know, who are you on throw the Phillies? They're like, someone's going to have an easier path to the NLCS than the winner of the West. And it it could be any of those teams. I'll tell you what, the the team in the East or Central that makes a big move at the deadline, that might be it. You know, if the Cubs go get Max Scherzer or the the Brewers go get Trevor Story, someone's going to push themselves over the top and we're going to wake up one day and say, man, are the Brewers in the NLCS again? Meanwhile, the Dodgers and Padres and Giants are beating each other up.
0: Would you view Milwaukee adding a big bat as an impactful move? We see it every year. You're right. The pitching it matters. Relief pitching, starting pitching. They have the starting pitching. They have the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes teams go all in on a bat and they're cold. They're they're hitting 200 for 2 months for you and uh it doesn't play out like you expected.
1: I w- I would think it's impactful. Though. You know you know what they remind me of Milwaukee if they get a bat the Nationals of a few years ago, they rode like five pitchers and two or three great hitters wow. to a World Series. And, and I think Council's a great manager. They, they're the team I keep waiting. Like, man, they're they're not far away. And especially if they get Yelich going again, which has been a weird story. He's just been nothing the whole year.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can find Milwaukee over at points bet right now at 22 to 1 in that range with the Boston Red Sox, also a number of 22, St. Louis Cardinals, 25. Uh, that number is probably going to continue to drop as we move forward. They don't have any pitching left.
1: It should drop. All right, on the other side, we got to get to some NFL here. It's not a day without NFL here on BeckQL Daily. The AFC North, where's the value? Where are the plays? We'll go through the four teams and break it all down. NFL talk coming up here. You're listening to BeckQL Daily with Joe O and Joe G right here, as always, on the BeckQL Network.